Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about our pets. Do they help keep us healthy? <laughs> Are you ready to do this? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We got a fun topic to talk about today. We're talking about our pets. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody, if you have a pet or if you're a pet owner or if you're thinking about getting a pet, this podcast is for you. <laughs> uh, but before we talk about that, just want to give you a friendly reminder to visit us at www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. That is our website, and we have all of our content there, including these podcasts, of course, all of our workouts that you can search for, filter on, and uh, just a bunch of information. We have our blog series as well, our All Over Strong uh, article series that you can check out our latest, uh, Meredith's latest articles on uh, many, many different topics, brain health, muscle health, things like that. Really excited about that, as well as our mini uh, mini podcast series called Motivation Mm -hmm. with Meredith. And uh, check out, don't forget to check out all those things. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, last but not least, our custom seven-day workout plan which is a custom plan that Meredith will put together for you based on your needs, your health goals, and your uh, fitness level. So all great things to check out. And last but not least, of course, our uh, newsletter, an opportunity to sign up for our weekly newsletter, which we send out every week. And we have all of our latest content there, just a way for us to keep up to date with you. So, um, And uh, yeah, so we're going to jump into our topic today. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're talking about pets. <laughs> and uh meredith you have some pets yes <laughs> what, who, who, who are your pets <laughs> a lot of people know the pets <laughs> from the uh live streams that we've done in the past so we've got big dog tyson <laughs> mm-hmm. and small dog radar Yep. <laughs> yeah yep so just before we start the podcast we we do want to know or we do want to let you know that we we do have pets here yes <laughs> and uh we're going to be talking about are, are your pets now do they help keep you healthy so <laughs> as usual meredith we'd like to dive into your experience with a lot of the clients that you've worked with over the years and uh, have you ever had those discussions with uh, the people you've you've worked with oh definitely a lot of um seniors have are pet owners mm-hmm. whether it's dogs or a lot of people have cats as well um and we'll delve into lots of different aspects of it. But um, I have had people say, do you think it's a good idea that I get a dog or a cat? And they'll start thinking about, because they want, you know, a companion, something around to to be with them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a great idea if you don't have one. And I think people who do have them go back and forth with it. Just kidding. <laughs> Some days I love my dogs. But, <laughs> um, but it is wonderful to have, you know, an, an animal there with you and it does give you something else to take care of um which again we'll delve more into but that keeps you active right Mm -hmm. so yeah so having pets uh, according to the people that you've worked with it's Mm -hmm. it's it's a good thing for them yes yeah. yeah um the dog owners are the ones that mainly of course, in communities, when they're living in them, they have to go out and go for walks with their dogs because <laughs> they don't normally have yards um, in most of the communities, right? Unless you're on the first floor and you can get one of those spaces. But if you're on one of the higher uh, levels, you have to bring your dog out constantly throughout the day and get your steps in. And mm-hmm. um, 
clean up after them and all of that. And then same thing I should say goes with cats. Of course, you don't have to bring them out, but you still have to maintain everything in the house for the animals. And Mm -hmm. then you have to, usually with pets, you have to do a little extra cleaning. So all of these things add up to more activity, more movement for someone, Mm -hmm. Um, whether it's intentional or not, right? We're not looking at it like it's exercise that we're getting, but it ends. It ends up being exercise, especially the ones that have to go out and walk their dogs. Mm -hmm. Um, They're physically getting another walk in outside of their intentional exercise they're doing for the day so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i see that's a good good way to uh, jump into a lot of the ways that our pets do keep us physically active um you know so uh, if you Mm -hmm. are a dog owner obviously uh going on walks right um, picking up around the house things like that what kind of what kind of exercise Mm -hmm. are you getting there Oh, it's good cardiovascular. I mean, you're getting that uh, the, those walks in, those steps once again. Um, even if you're going at a slow pace, which is perfectly fine, because normally if you're just going to let the dog use the restroom outside, you're going at a slow pace. Um, you're getting different movements in your body when you have to kneel down, bend over, etc. Um, whether it's with the dog outside or if you're inside picking up toys, filling up the cat bowl, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um Now, a segue, talking about bringing dogs outside for a walk, many times have I heard stories of either the owner getting tangled in the leash (laughs) and having a fall, the dog pulls too hard, the owner's not ready, Mm -hmm. Um, depending on the type of dog that you have, of course, small or large, sometimes it doesn't really even matter if they just tend to pull and you don't have a lot of strength. It can be dangerous as well. So um, if you don't have an animal and you're thinking about getting one, be mindful of that. The strength of an animal is uh, you have to be able to control it. (laughs) And you have to be very careful. Um, I've seen or heard stories, and I've seen it too, um, seniors walking their dogs, and they have a walker, and then they're holding the leash. Mm -hmm. And then they put their walker to the side, and then I bend over to uh, clean up after the dog and it's just an accident waiting to happen it's like they're about to topple over they can't get back up i'm like ah it's just so just be mindful of all of those things um if you are looking to get a dog or if you already have one and you have to bring them for walks taking those slow walks intentional movements being aware and careful of that leash um you know, trying to keep the dog close to you. I see people with those leashes that end up, I don't know how long they go. It's like for 20 feet, the dog's just running around. Um, and the person looks like they're going to get tangled up if they make one sudden movement. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just be aware of that. I wanted to make sure we got that in there as well. Because mm-hmm. there's, there's... <laughs> it can be a fall and balance uh issue right yeah animals right and in the house as well i shouldn't say just outside of the house like when we do our um live streams mainly and i'll say do you have any fall or trip hazards around like your animals because he would be laying there or his toy would be right there being mindful of all of those things even with cats with their toys and their things around you have Mm -hmm. to be aware of the animal itself being there Mm -hmm. (laughs) jumping in front of you um So things like that. But they do keep you very active. um, And that's the physical part. But we should get into a mental and emotional part as well, having animals. It's wonderful because they are 
um, a companion yeah. that's there. Um, you know, yeah. something that always is happy to see you most mm. of the time. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Dogs, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the mental side um, of, of pet ownership is is a big part of it. Yeah. Um, I want to dive into a little more of the physical side first, mm. though, before we yeah, jump yeah. into that. Um, do you, you know, if you have, say, limitations, say right. you have... Um, you know, hip issues or, you know, you do use a walker or, or you have that kind of trouble. Would you recommend a certain, mm. like if you, would you recommend mm. someone like that to have a big dog, My a little own. dog, a cat? Yeah. You know, what, what? I would think smaller dogs would be better or cats if they, um, you know, don't mind cats. But yeah, smaller dogs, just because again, thinking about just all of the things that you do and if you want to bring this dog for walks think about the physical aspects that go into that um like we said in the beginning and some people have seen tyson and some radars jumped in i think once or twice but he's the smaller of the two and everyone's seen tyson tyson's big you have to really handle him and you have to handle dogs because if they see something they want to go after they're going to pull unless, of course, they're very well trained. And that's another part of it, I guess. If you do get a dog, no matter what size, trying to get them trained as much as possible um, so you can bring them for safe walks. They don't want to run away and jump in front of you, etc. Mm-hmm. But I, I would say someone, especially with limitations, should should stick with probably a smaller breed um, just because of the physical aspects that it does take to control it mm-hmm. or if they can get cats have cats mm-hmm. yeah depends yeah, on i guess the type of companion you want as well right 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 <laughs> and you notice like a lot of people who have smaller dogs you know are also more prone to carry yes <laughs> yes if they're walking uh-huh. um so that's also an aspect too right yeah like, yeah being able to hold it and yeah mm-hmm. definitely um yeah so so that's a lot of you know mm-hmm. there's a definitely that physical side that goes into pet ownership that right. can help keep keep us healthy because you're going to be a little more active mm-hmm. and um, like of all the reasons that you mentioned. Um, so let's dive into the the mental side and more the the well being side, right? Like you mentioned earlier as well. You know how do how do our pets kind of help us in that aspect? Yeah, well, I think it's just kind of that, like I said, constant companion, something that's there for you to um, pet on. You know, we, we there. Are, therapy dogs that go into hospitals and communities and things like that just so someone can just literally pet the animal and it just makes you feel good and the animal looks at you and loves you and uh (laughs) you know feels like you feel like this animal would do anything for you and that's the way the animal feels they're that you know giving and loving and cats as well if you get one that likes to be held and pet and um Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. 
Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. You know, it's just a great comforting thing for humans to have. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, if you're alone, I know a lot of people in communities that would get animals after their loved ones passed away. Um, It was for that companionship and it was very helpful for them because, Mm -hmm. again, it was just something that was there for them. Um, you talk, I talk to my dogs all the time. Like they can actually hear me and have a conversation. (laughs) Um, you can do that. Of course, they're not going to talk back, but that's okay. (laughs) Sometimes better, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, it's great to have, uh, just that extra emotional outlet. Um, even if you do have a partner or spouse or friends that you're living with, you still can have those animals and need that time. Sometimes, uh, it's not a human it's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Different companionship. Yeah. We hear stories about how there are people who, you know, maybe struggling mentally, right. struggling with loneliness, struggling with a lot of things. Yes. And, uh, you know, pets are introduced right. into the home <laughs> and it really changes the way they, they are. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, uh, there's a story that I heard about a cat ha- helping out, you know, there was an, an elderly man who mm-hmm. had lost his wife and, um, mm. And his kids bought him a cat mm. as a present. Yeah. And uh, not knowing the benefits yeah. that the cat would have on its mm. life. You know, the, this gentleman started painting again uh, and, you know, reading more right. and just having that companion around was uh, kind of an interesting story. Yeah. And um, so, so yeah. And, and you mentioned like a lot of uh, situations where they'll introduce pets. Like, do you, did you have any experiences where they would bring pets into like a lot of the independent living homes that you were in or maybe some of the the ones where it wasn't independent living right i was gonna say they would bring them to assisted and memory care was a big one that i would see when the um dogs would go in and it just like especially like i said memory care just you could see faces light up um and everyone just wanted to pet the dog it was a golden retriever which are wonderful when it comes to um it was actually someone's pet that Uh, lived at independent living and they would bring it over to um, Mm. the assisted and memory care. So that was kind of fun. But um, yeah, just faces would light up and um, you could just see they just wanted to pet the dog and just get a different emotion, um, a different feeling. They're lonely, depressed. Um, Mm -hmm. They're bringing dogs into schools now and helping kids uh, with that. I mean, they're just great support animal any animal i say dogs because that's what you know you bring into places i've seen things in hospice there's like this little mini pony horse that they'll sometimes bring around Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean there's everything Mm -hmm. um so any type of animal i guess we could say someone could get a bunny rabbit some people probably have birds and that's their good companion and uh, just having something there of course the mental part but the physical again getting back to that is gives you something you have to take care of. You have to do something. You have something to wake up for. Mm-hmm. I have to let my dog out. I have to f- make sure my cat's fed. I have to clean up the litter box. I have to clean up the house um, because there's fur everywhere, you know, and dog toys and cat toys and things like that. Or mm-hmm. you have a bunny in a in a cage you have to clean up. So it just gives you more purpose and reason, I think. Um, and that's why, like, these stories, I saw a video of one. It was the kid's butt. The dad, whose mom had passed away, a dog, 
And they had video, like they had one of those, you know, cameras in the house and it showed him, um, you know, they of course time-lapsed it. So they showed him prior to getting the dog and he was just sitting in his chair all day. And then they got the dog and he was up and playing with this dog and this dog was just loving it. And then the dad was just loving it. Mm. (laughs) But it was one of those, again, like you said, like the kids didn't think the effect would be so big. Um, and we're almost nervous that the dad would be like, I don't want this animal. It's not going to, doesn't take the place of somebody. It gives you something else again. So yeah, they're animals, you know, again, as frustrating as they are, <laughs> and mm-hmm. we do have to take care of them. They have so such an impact in so many positive ways that, um, obviously us being dog and cat owners, we like, we love them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Yeah, uh, with with pets, um, you know, the the aspects of mental benefits, physical benefits, I think are pretty pretty well known and clear. I mean, yeah, if you right. have that re- relationship, um, what about having multiple pets, multiple right. dogs, <laughs> I know. multiple cats? I mean, does that put more strain, or does that you know, if you have one dog and you're happy, are you going to be even more happy if you All get right. two dogs? Yeah, no. no. <laughs> I say stick with one. <laughs> Yeah, you start getting multiples, and it just is more work, right? More that you have to do. Um, Animals like to feed off of each other's energy, so you have to be aware of that, knowing that if one wants to bark or go after something, the other one will do it. Sometimes they want to go after each other. Um, All animals are like that, right? Cats, Mm -hmm. dogs, etc. So, yeah, being aware that, yeah, having having two doesn't make it any better. (laughs) (laughs) I guess unless it's, you know, a, a multiple people living in a home um, and they want their own yeah. <laughs> animal, then I guess you could do that. But And that's obviously to each his own. So we're kind of being lighthearted and, and funny with this. But yeah, I, I, you get multiples and it just is more work. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> But of course, we have multiples and uh, love them all. Yeah. It's something <laughs> to consider, I guess, if you... If, like we were talking about earlier, if you do have limitations, right? Um, how how much of a strain that's going to put on you if you do yeah. have multiple pets, right? And um, thinking longevity wise too, I always think of people who buy, um, you know, puppies when they're getting older, and we have to think about, you know, animals can live to be uh, fifteen years and up. So having a plan in place with what what you should do with your animal if you needed to give the animal to someone, um, you got sick, you know, passed away, something like that. That all has to be put in a will and part of your your plan of care, basically. So um, being aware of that as well. It's a mm-hmm. whole other aspect, of course. But of course, if you're bringing another life in, you have to figure out what to do with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it, we, you kind of touched on this earlier as well. What kind of other pets you know, help keep us healthy. I know, you know, aside yeah. Aside from the dogs and the cats. Right. I you mentioned see birds. Bunnies and birds mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, like things that I guess are a little easier to take care of. Who knows? People may want a snake and that would be their fun pet to have and mm-hmm. <laughs> it would give them, you know, good mental stimulation and things like that. So yeah, again, to each his own. We say dogs and cats because those are the most common, of course. Um and the ones that we have, so it's easy to talk about those. But mm-hmm. yeah, the multitude of animals. I mean, if you still have the ability, there are people who have chickens and goats and all kinds of 
oh, yeah. amazing yeah. things that uh, pigs, I've heard of people having pigs that just live in their house like a dog. Mm-hmm. So they are very smart and clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We, we've, uh, like if you live on a, in a farm type environment right. and you do have multiple animals, I mean, and if you're out there and you, and you, and that fits your description, if you do live on a farm and you take care of multiple animals, I mean, we'd love to hear your feedback yeah. on how that keeps you healthy. I mean, it's a lot of work. Oof, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Getting up early and going to bed late. Yeah. Moving all day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'd love to hear anybody that has animals and tell us. I always like to hear what people have to say after these podcasts. Mm-hmm. How it, yeah. How it's, they it's, chime in. it's really uh, <laughs> interesting to hear those, uh, you know, everybody's stories about that. Um, is it, is it, safe to say like if you own pets dogs and you live say in a harsher environment like mm. you know winters are really bad um or something like that yeah. does it, you know is there is there a benefit there that's a great thing to bring up i would think yeah if you have um animals that you have to bring outside um during the day and it's really cold or it gets icy and things like that i mean you have to think about how many times a day do you have to go outside and bring this animal and how wearing and taxing will that be on you and mm-hmm. safety once again? Yes, because I'm constantly talking about it, but thinking about the safety that is involved with it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard of people who uh, in communities older and they would have people who would come and walk their dog, of course, for a fee. But um, that's always an option, too. You could hire someone if you don't feel safe going out and bringing the animal outside. Mm-hmm. Um, so hiring a dog walker, um, yeah, but yeah, getting into different environments where it could be really, really hot, <laughs> yeah. say like here in Arizona and it's wearing not only on the human, but on a dog, you have to think about that because mm-hmm. the ground is very, very hot to the point of certain times of the day, you can't bring your animal out, especially here in Arizona. It's, uh, it will burn the pads on their feet. So yeah. their paws. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so yeah, that's a good Good point in bringing that up. Mm-hmm. Hot, cold, rain. Yeah, <laughs> rain environments. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, overall summary-wise mm-hmm. on this fun podcast topic, uh. you know, do our pets <laughs> really help keep us healthy? All right. I would say yes. <laughs> I think they do in every every way. The all-over strong, right? The mm-hmm. physical, the mental, the emotional. Um, again, it can be very wearing on you um, in all of those aspects. <laughs> Having animals, because you do have to worry about them. It's something else to take care of. They mm-hmm. do get sick. They uh, aren't perfect specimens. They're just like humans, right? They have things that go wrong, and we have to take care of them like they're children. So, yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, they, but overall, I would say they are wonderful to have around. <laughs> yep. And you, if you are a pet owner out there or... You know, uh, we'd love to hear your story. Send always pictures fun. of your animals. Send pictures. It's always fun. Yeah. yeah, always fun to uh, to hear your stories and to, mm-hmm. to learn more about you out there. So um, mm-hmm. thanks for joining us on this episode. Uh, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter. We'll get our content out to you once a week. And uh, until the next episode, mm-hmm. we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life 
are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.